Welcome to my podcast, Traumatic Transformations, where we help you find hope, peace, and purpose after a big life change or a traumatic event. I'm your host, Gunjani Patel, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist, trauma specialist, and a neuroscience nerd. Join me as I dive deep into resiliency, post-traumatic growth, and normalize mental health to reduce the stigma associated with it. In each episode, I plan to deliver science-backed, actionable tips and strategies so you can take back the control over your life and be inspired to be the best version of yourself with each day forward. So tune in every Tuesday for a featured guest and every Thursday for a solo episode with me, where we unpack mind, body, brain, and spirit connections related to each episode with the featured guest. Just a quick disclaimer before we begin today. The purpose of this podcast is to inform you, educate you, and raise your awareness. It is not intended to replace any medical advice or professional help seeking that you may need. So please use this information wisely and any opinion that I cast is not to replace any medical advice. And quickly before we start today, I just wanted to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe so you never have to miss an episode. Thank you so much. And if you rate and review, it would really help us with the algorithm so people can easily search the show if they would like. So I would really love to hear your feedback and what you have to say uh, so I can bring you the content that's most fit for you. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Traumatic Transformations. I really appreciate you tuning in. And since we are at the last episode of this year, I really wanted to bring you something fun and good to leave with and start your new year with. I know there are everyone there is looking this year to just 2021. And I know on December 31st, or whenever you're listening to this episode, hopefully things are not going to drastically change. So the only way change can happen is that you take the little mini steps each day to make these small changes in your life so you can live the best version of your life each year moving forward. So in this episode, I'm really excited to bring you um, all the scientific benefits that are associated with gratitude. And I am so specifically um, very happy about this topic because I've been practicing this personally in my life for quite some time and I just see the most amazing um, results as a result of it. And I can't wait to share all of those things with you. you know how I am. I am very big on research and scientific data as it relates to things and why we do we should do the things we should as opposed to just blindly following things that people say. Um, so I really am excited to bring you this research and some of the tips and tools that you can use. Um, so stay tuned till the end so you can get all the different um, benefits and you know tools and tips that I'm going to leave you with uh, so that you can start practicing this practice, which is going to bring some amazing results for you, uh, hopefully by next year, because I know that a lot of people are looking for that. And if you already practice this, hopefully it'll give you new ideas and more knowledge into why this is such a good tool to and discipline to practice in your life. So uh, I just wanted to, so I wanted to start with, you know, this year in terms of my work and just the people that I've come across, I've come across three different kinds of people. 
one group of people that were really having a tough time with all the different changes that 2021 brought. You know, they just felt so much more stuck. This was the biggest thing that they've been through in terms of a change or an adjustment. And it was quite a difficult year for most of us, but some people were able to be more resilient and get through it, whereas others had a more difficult time. And, um, you know, I know losing a loved one or, you know, our loved one suffering um, from an illness or losing a job or other things that um, this year brought upon us. I know that there were a lot of people were just struggling. So hopefully if you're one of them that you happen to be in that place where you were struggling in terms of health, finances, wellness, psychological being, or physical health, I really am so sorry that you had to, you had a difficult year, but I really hope that, you know, I, some of my work brings you hope and peace and knowing that there is an, an light at the end of the tunnel, nothing there, it cannot rain forever. And, you know, there is always sunshine after a long rain. So just know that, you know, if you take small steps such as these, um, it can make a huge difference in your life in a very long term. And then there were other people that were absolutely excelling. They were pivoting in terms of their careers. They were able, they were just in that state of flow and that creativity. They were, you know, spending more, some people got to spend more time with their families. They were able to sort of go along with the changes, even though they were difficult. I happened to be in that place where when the COVID first hit, we were very, my husband and I had decided and we made a promise to ourselves that, you know, we would just be focusing on safety and health. And everything else in the long term would just take care of itself. You know, um, if I ask, if I tell you that, you know, do you remember what you did exactly five years ago or even four years ago or even 10 years ago today? And in, in, in one of the lessons that I've learned in life is that everything in life is temporary. Nothing lasts forever. So the point of the story is that, you know, we for us, we were grateful that we had a home, we had jobs, we were able to spend time with each other. We didn't go places because all we wanted was to be healthy and just to be safe. So depending on people's values and, you know, where they come from and what their beliefs are, um, they did different things. But again, there are some people that just did really well in life because of some of the things that they had learned as a result of some of the traumatic things that they had been through in the past. So I'm hoping that even though this is this was a difficult year for you, hopefully you're able to grow and evolve from it. And then the third set of people is exactly that, are people who've been through, just felt very stuck and overwhelmed, but are really now looking for different ways to grow and, you know, uh, learn and adapt to things and get the help that they need and work on themselves, learn more and develop. So I'm really hoping that, you know, this episode um, shifts things for you and you can implement this um, practice of gratitude in your life. So I did some research and I just wanted to bring you some of the research. And I know that a lot of times, you know, people find themselves being in the state of gratitude around Thanksgiving which is great, but I think if you most successful people tend to have, and when I say successful, so successful not by a measure of finance or monetary, but or materialism, but success in the you know in the genuine sense of overall well-being, your psychological, your emotional, your physical, your wealth, your finances, your relationships, 
all of those um, you, um, parts of your life and all those different categories of your lives are in unison. So really, uh, I hope that, you know, th this coming year, you can shift your mindset to be able to work on all those areas of your life. So I did some research and I, um, I'm going to present you with some studies and hopefully this, you know, lights up above, uh, above your head so you can start practicing this in your daily life. So Harvard Health Publishing from Harvard Medical School, they had an article that they wrote in November of 2011 and it was really interesting how they started. And I'm going to quote some of their work um, just because there's they did a compulsive study on all this different research you know, out there. So I'm just going to bring some of that to you. So they say that the word gratitude is derived from Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. So gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish some good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. So I really encourage you to, you know, pay attention to this, especially as we step into this new year. So there are two psychologists, Dr. Robert Emmons of the University of California, Davis, and Dr. Michael McClough of the University of Miami have done some research on gratitude. In one study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on particular topics. One group wrote about things that they were grateful for and had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. So after three weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to physicians than those who focused on for sources of aggravation. So if you just write this, you know, just write about feeling whatever it is that you're grateful for. And even if it's the littlest things that we take for granted that can have big effects in, your, in terms of your health. So another leading researcher, Dr. Martin Selgman, um, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania, he is big on positive psychology interventions, and he did a study on 411 people, which compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never properly thanked who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention, which benefits lasting for months. So, of course, studies such as this cannot, they are not cause and effect studies, but most studies published on this topic uh, support an association between gratitude and an individual's well-being. So I did more research and I found um, uh, uh, Amy Morin. She is a writer of an amazing book called 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. 
And she wrote an article about, you know, seven scientific proven benefits of gratitude. Her, you, if you get a chance, I would definitely, definitely check out some of her work. Um, she, her name is spelled A-M-Y-M-O-R-I-N. And she's really amazing in terms of resilience and, you know, and some of her, some of her work on mental strength and uh, how she talks about resilience. So she talks about, you'll be grateful that you made the change and you'll definitely sleep better. She says, stop feeling so- stop sorry for yourself. We, we're often told that. And while it can be hard to avoid self-pity, uh, entirely mentally strong people choose to exchange self-pity for gratitude. Whether you choose or write a few sentences in your gratitude journal or simply just take a moment to silently acknowledge all that you have, giving thanks and can transform your life. And she talks about seven scientific proven benefits of gratitude. One of them is gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Not only does saying thank you constitute good manners, but showing appreciation can renew new friends, according to a study in 2014 study published in Emotion. The study found that thanking a new acquaintance makes them more likely to seek an ongoing relationship. So whether you thank a stranger for holding a door or send a thank you note to a colleague who helped you with a project, acknowledging other people's contributions can lead to new opportunities. She says, she also goes to say, gratitude improves physical health. We just talked about that. Gratitude people, grateful people experience fewer aches and pains and report feeling healthier than other people. According to a study in 2012, it was published in Personality and Individual Differences. Not surprisingly, grateful people are also more likely to take care of their health. They exercise more often and are more likely to attend regular checkups, which is likely to contribute to further longevity. Gratitude improves psychological health. It reduces multitude of toxic emotions from envy and resentment to frustration and regret. Robert Emmons, we just talked about him and how he his research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. Gratitude also enhances empathy and reduces aggression. Grateful people are more likely to behave in a prosocial manner even when others behave less kindly, according to a study on 2012 study by the University of Kentucky, study participants who ranked higher on gratitude scales were less likely to retaliate other against others, even when given ne- negative feedback. They experienced more sensitivity and empathy towards other people and decreased desire to take revenge. So that can be really good in terms of, you know, being able to manage your anger and just being able to connect with other people. Great, grateful people sleep better. Writing in a gratitude journal improves sleep, according to 2011 study published in Applied Psychology, Health and Wellbeing. Spend just 15 minutes jotting down a grateful sentiment before bed and you will sleep better and longer. You know, I personally do a really amazing grounding meditation right before I go to sleep. I imagine I'm not for the sake of this episode, I'm not going to go get into that. But if you can, if you request um, to if enough people request it, I'm going to I'm more than happy to share that. But I I tend to normally, you know, think in my mind three things uh, as I go through my day, three things that I was very thankful for. 
and you know three things that i wanted to let go of for that day and that i was successful in letting go of for that day and when i find that you know every day there are different things to be grateful for i just i i i sleep well um it's not always like that but most of the time as i practice it, it it's an amazing tool it really does well for my well-being so all of this research i'm not surprised that attests to why you know um feeling grateful can lead to um, psychological stability and you know feeling balanced and harmonious in your life she also talks about gratitude improves self-esteem a 2014 study published in journal of applied sports psychology found that gratitude increased increased athletes self-esteem an essential component to optimal performance other studies have shown that gratitude reduces social comparisons Rather than becoming resentful towards people who have more money or better jobs or major factor in reduced self-esteem, grateful people are able to appreciate other people's accomplishments. You know, my mother always, as, as we were growing up, you know, one of the things that she taught us, and I'm so glad that she taught us this lesson, um, when we would compare ourselves to our friends or other people, one of the things that she would t- tell us was that, you know, if you're going to compare, compare yourself to people who are less um or less privileged or at a disadvantage when we compare ourselves to people thinking everything is going so well in their lives a we don't know um you know what looks from the outside don't judge a book by the cover and the second is that you know there are so many people who are going through so many unfortunate things that people don't have water and food to eat they don't have shelter they don't have jobs they don't have you know physical ability like we do and we take for granted clean you know going to school education internet electricity i mean there are so many things that are going on outside in the world that we decide to stay oblivious to and take for granted and if you thought about some of the things that you know during your day that we just have and are so um privileged to have it can be amazing if you for your self-esteem, for your confidence, for just, you know, for your psychological well-being and just teaching kids that, that never take things for granted because you never know when they can be gone. So if you're grateful for the littlest things in life, imagine what that mindset can get you and where it can get you in life. Gratitude also increases mental strength, which is like the perfect segue to what I was just talking about. For years, research has shown gratitude not only reduces stress, but it is also a major role in overcoming trauma. A 2006 study published in Behavior Research and Therapy found that the Vietnam War veterans with higher levels of gratitude experienced lower rates of PTSD. A 2003 study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that gratitude has a major contributor to resilience following the terrorist attacks on September 11. Recognizing all that you have to be thankful for, even during the worst times, fosters resilience. Just what I just said. If you, We all have the ability and opportunity to cultivate gratitude. Rather than complain about the things you think you deserve, take a moment to focus on all that you have. Developing an attitude of gratitude is one of the simplest ways 
to improve your satisfaction with life. And then one of the other researches that I found that I'm going to end with is that, you know, one of their professors and assistant professors from University of Indiana, Dr. Joshua Brown and Dr. Joel Wong, and they talk about how gratitude is has long lasting effects on your brain. And about three months after psychotherapy sessions began, they did a study where they took some people who wrote gratitude letters and compared them with those who didn't write do any writing. They wanted to know if the brains were processing information differently. So they used fMRI scans to measure brain activity while people from each group did a paid forward task. In that task, the individuals were regularly given a small amount of money by a nice person called the benefactor. This benefactor only asked that they pass the money on to someone if they felt grateful. Our participants, they say, they then decided how much of the money, if any, to pass on to the worthy cause. And they wanted to distinguish donations motivated by gratitude from donations driven by other motivations, such as feelings of guilt or obligation. So they asked the participants to rate how grateful they felt towards the benefactor and how much they wanted to help each charitable cause. So as well as how guilty they would feel if they didn't help. So they gave them questionnaires and they measured how grateful they are in their lives in general. So they found across the participants when people felt more grateful, their brain activity was distinct from the brain activity related to guilt and desire to help a cause. More specifically, they found that when people who are generally more grateful gave more money to a cause, they showed greater neural sensitivity in the medial prefrontal cortex, a brain area associated with learning and decision making, the front, you know, the brain area right by your forehead. And this suggests that people who are more grateful are also more attentive to express they express how they express gratitude. So most interestingly, when they compared those who wrote the gratitude letters with those who didn't, the gratitude letter writers showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex when they experienced gratitude in the fMRI scanner. This is striking as this effect was found three months after the letter writing began. This indicates that simply expressing gratitude may have lasting effects on the brain. While not conclusive, this finding suggests that practicing gratitude may help train the brain to be more sensitive to the experience of gratitude down the line. And this could contribute to improved mental health over time. So so though these are just the first steps in what they should be, longer research journeys, their research not only suggests that writing gratitude letters may be helpful for people seeking counseling services, but also explains what behind gratitude psychological benefits are. At the time when many mental health professionals are right now, you know, feeling crunched, they hope that this research can point them and their clients towards an effective beneficial tool. One of the things that I also wanted to talk about before we conclude this episode is that, you know, just know that gratitude takes benefits, takes time. And this is also something that um, these professors and psychologists mentioned is that it's important to note that the mental health benefits of gratitude writing in our study, their study that they did, 
not emerge immediately, but gradually occurred over time. Although the different groups in their study did not differ in mental health levels one week after the end of the writing activities, individuals in the gratitude group reported better mental health than others four weeks after the writing activities. And this difference in mental health began even larger 12 weeks after the writing activities. So these results are encouraging because many other studies suggest that mental health benefits of positive activities often decrease rather than increase over time afterwards. We don't really know why this positive snowball effect occurred in their story, in their study. Perhaps the gratitude letter writers discussed that they wrote in their letters with their counselors or with others. These conversations may have reinforced the psychological benefits derived from the gratitude writing itself. So the bottom line is that gratitude writing activity, don't be surprised if you don't dramatically, you know, see results next day. So be patient and remember that these benefits of gratitude may take time to kick in. And some of the ways that you can practice gratitude are you can write a thank you note, you can thank someone mentally, you can write a gratitude journal, or you can just count your blessings or pray. Just pick, you know, every pick a time every week or every day to sit down and write about your blessings, reflecting on what went right or what you're grateful for. Sometimes it helps to, you, you can even do this activity in the shower if you're that busy or right before you go to sleep or right when you wake up. Sometimes it helps, you know, to pick a number such as five to three things. So every morning, if you can start with three things that you're grateful for for the day or before, you know, you go to bed, three things that you were grateful for that happened during your day. As you write, be specific and write about the sensations you felt when something good happened to you. So one of the things I would encourage you to do is not just write about it and think about it, but feel the sensations and you will definitely see that with feeling and being and taking the actions, you can absolutely, you know, one of the things, it's not just good, it's not, you won't get the results you're looking for by just thinking about something. Actions are just as important and consistency more than anything is important. You know, it took time for you to be in this cycle of feeling stuck or overwhelmed or in this rut. So just like, you know, any habit, it takes time to be implemented and for your neural connections in your brain to be firing. So if you do it consistently, even five to 10 minutes a day or for three times a day or every day, it will have a huge lasting effect in your life in terms of your health and all the good things that we talked about today that research suggests and years of the research. It's not just recent studies, recent um, research, but just this has been studied for quite some time now. So you can either pray about it, you can meditate about it. Mindfulness meditations involves focusing on present moment without judgment. Although people often fo focus on the word or a phrase such as peace, it is also, able, you know, you can also focus on gratefulness and the warmth that you feel as a result of, you know, um, how you feel by feeling grateful. So just, I really encourage you in whatever way that you can either write a thank you note, letters to someone or yourself or keep a journal, pray, 
meditate, whatever it is that works for you. I encourage you to continue to do that or start doing this so you can see big, big, big results in your life. And I promise you that will not let you down. Um, So I wish you all a very, very, very happy new year and send you lots of love and light. And I appreciate your support. And I hope that I continue to help you on your journey to becoming a best version of yourself as each year passes with new goals and new vision for yourself so you can excel in all areas of your life and not just few areas. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next time, see you next year. Ciao.